I'd say the first few Ks were pretty stunning. I initially was like, I just love this forest. This is some of the best riding I've done. The gravel was premium gravel, it undoubtedly. Was premium subscription only gravel. Subscription only gravel. I'm normally disappointed in the serving size I get of things like peanut butter and maple syrup. I have never been given a portion that's too big for me to consume because I will do my very best to not waste food. And honestly, the serving size of that peanut butter and maple syrup was, it was as big as the bowl of porridge. The hiker bike was, it wasn't just like a, oh, this is a bit uncomfortable. I need to get off and push my bike. It's a bit too steep. It was like, I actually am struggling with pushing my bike up this. You've missed the most important part of our evening. Is what getting our bougie shower? Oh, getting washed in the sink in the public toilets. Yeah. How how could I forget? How could you forget? You looked so pleased with yourself when you came back looking a little bit cleaner. And um, listen to more stories. Stay tuned Tom? for more stories Tim? tomorrow. Stay tuned for more stories tomorrow. To hear more, as my good friend Liam Yates likes to say. Stories by us. What stories tomorrow? Okay, so we're back in the Nylon Palace, recording part two of uh, of the Gravel Coast to Coast podcast. Tom, I think the important point is where is the Nylon Palace right now? Where is the Nylon Palace? That is a good question. We are currently at the side. You probably hear in the background the water lapping against the shore. Keel the water. We're sat just back from the uh, reservoir on like a little grassy patch and uh, probably about six, seven miles away, someone is having a very loud party with with the white stripes banging in the background. Is that a, is that a fair description of where we are? Anything to add? Yeah, I think that's a free, pretty fair description. We found a bit of a better spot than yesterday. Um, I'm just looking forward to waking up and having a coffee literally just with the water as our view it's a pretty incredible view i feel like i'm living in instagram i do feel like i'm living in instagram we're being very influential right now without without meaning to be yes it is quite something um i guess let's try and recap the day it's been such a long day we've had we've been out 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 of the tent 14 hours um covered 180k but like 180 hard kilometers it's where, yeah, where to even start? So I guess let's start. Let's start off climbing out the bush in Dolbeatty Forest when we when we kind of packed up in the morning. Let's start there. Where so take us through the first few Ks. I'd say the first few Ks were pretty stunning. I initially was like, I just love this forest. This is some of the best riding I've done. The gravel was premium gravel, it undoubtedly. Was premium subscription only gravel. Subscription only gravel. Um. Yeah, that was pretty good stuff. I'm trying to remember where we went after that. I mean, we to say we've done every single type of gravel yeah. slash terrain and road that one could do. We've done we did some mountain bike trails. Yeah. Some pretty steep mountain bike trails. We did some mountain bike trails. We've done some a lot of single tracks, some like grassy bits, lots of like stunning wide gravel. Lots and lots of like proper, like inverted commas, proper gravel. Proper gravel. And then we've also done a lot of road that was like really good road if you're on a gravel bike. But if I was on a road bike, the yeah. craters. A lot of small back roads with, yeah. Dangerous I, gaping holes. If you'd have fallen on a gravel bike, you wouldn't have come back out. No, I don't, I don't think anyone will see you again. Um, 
but yeah, like the views have been insane. Like we've been on moorlands, whereas there was one road at one point actually where we were like riding along and like it was just this like straight, beautiful Roman road that was like undulating. And it was like we were in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, that was just above Newcastleton, wasn't it? And we've had pretty nice tailwind all day, which makes everything feel a bit nicer. I think for me, though, the first part of the day was that kind of pre-breakfast element. We went through Dalbiti Forest and then was it... May- I can't remember if maybe Forest was before yeah. or after I after think that Dalbiti. was before breakfast. Yeah, so it's like, it, yeah, like you say, it was just premium gravel. And then we rolled in to Dalbiti for... A, a, a premium breakfast. <laughs> an enormous pot of peanut butter, an inedible amount of peanut butter. It was actually, it genuinely, I, I'm, I'm normally disappointed in the serving size I get of things like peanut butter and maple syrup. I have never been given a portion that's too big for me to consume because I will do my very best to not waste food. And honestly, the serving size of that peanut butter and maple syrup was... It was as big as the bowl of porridge. It was outrageous. It was outrageous. And I did my very best, but I was doing a one-to-one-to-one ratio, maple syrup, peanut butter, porridge. And it (laughs) got to a point where I was close to just eating the peanut butter and the maple syrup. Um, But yeah, that was my my fueling for today. (laughs) It was a pretty good fuel stop. And to be honest, even though we were there for quite a while, actually, but it was kind of welcome. I kind of needed that to just sit down after the couple of hours riding in the morning and um we've decided that the initial ride in the morning is like three miles so if you ride like 40k before breakfast you completely forget about it when you're eating and you chill down and have a coffee so you just get some three miles and you start again pretty much um and then to be honest after that it was more like insane gravel and like quite a lot of road as well like that was quite welcome making up some of the distance early on um i think the next thing though for me that sticks in my mind is that where like the gravel road just ends and you just literally like, oh, well, the GPX track just goes off the end of this road. I guess we just ride straight off. And there's this tiny little footpath the other side of the, the end of the road and then an enormous hill. Oh, the hiker bike. Mm, yeah. The hiker bike. The, the, the path did just end and we both kind of thought, oh, no, what's going to happen next? And... To say I I would approximate it as forty minutes of hiking a bike. I think I think that's fair. You think that was accurate? Yeah. I'm not exaggerating. There was actually a lot of climb, a lot of on bike climb before then as well. This was like the yeah. sting in the tail, like the final like cherry on top of the horrid climbing of cake. The not very nice, Lidl's best cake. It, yeah. it was so long. And that then. Hike bike. The hiker bike was, it wasn't just like a, oh, this is a bit uncomfortable, I need to get off and push my bike, it's a bit too steep. It was like, I actually am struggling with pushing my bike up this. Yeah, it, it was very much a two steps forward, one steps back situation. Yeah, it very much was. And like, there was lots of encouragement where like, we we had like, I had a couple of little breaks just because it was honestly agony on my feet too. <laughs> and then Tom was giving me instructions about stepping the feet really close like one toe in front of the other because <laughs> that very would make it more steps. efficient like alpine climbing like very small steps like shuffling your way up we did make it in the end though yeah we did make it and we were told that the descent would be worth it and do you know do you know what there was a split second where I was like whoa this descent is worth it and then I did remember back to the 14 minutes of hiking and I'm now unsure I think I think yeah I mean, I quite like a hiker bike. Admittedly, not in the shoes I was in, but um, 
I'm I'm a you're not opposed I'm, to I'm, I'm partial bike. to a little hiker bike. See, so. I personally, I'm quite opposed to any bit when I'm getting off the bike. So I'm opposed to too many gates and I'm opposed to too many hiker bikes. Mm, I, gates for me, they break up the rhythm. So I'm with you on gates, but I think I think we had just the right like amount of. Otherwise, we'd have just had a, like a nice a nice day out on the bike. Whereas now, at least we've got a story to tell. That is true. So we did hike a bike. We up hiked our bikes. Ridiculous. And then yeah, that kind of that kind of pops out onto the Roman and Riva Way, I think it was called. Like again, big sweeping gravel, huge open vistas, like very um, kind of uh, Scottish borders, um, southern upland type terrain. And then after that, I think that section was really slow to there because of all the climbing and then the monster of a hiker bike. And then thankfully we hit the road and like actually started making some pace with the tailwind on our side and then after we, we passed the bus stop that was a shed i think that was at the bottom of the descent yeah we passed the most bougie bus stop i've ever seen in all my it's life literally a garden shed like saying bus stop on chalk with chalk on it yeah yeah like imagine yeah a garden shed someone's taken the door off and written bus stop in chalk on the front but um it was a rural bus stop yeah it was pretty rural but what we did see was loads of Buddhist monks walking around. Yeah, which, uh, to be fair, before we saw the enormous Buddhist sanctuary, yeah. was a bit odd. <laughs> we 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 were a bit confused initially, and then we saw the enormous Buddhist sanctuary, and then we were like, "Oh, this does make sense. There is a lot of tranquility over here." Yeah, does, uh, yeah, does completely make sense. The red t-shirts and the red skirts suddenly had context. And um, then we hit a little town, and do you know what? The that was most not a little town. What it was like two houses. Yeah, that was like a a house. And <laughs> we hit one civilization. Of them yeah, we hit a building. We hit a building, and it was a cafe, and we just were not expecting it at all. And I think that was the perfect timing because we were going to have to do a decent chunk in between eating. Yeah, we kind of left just before the the big hiker bike. We we're like, oh, fifty k, no problem. We can get to the next next shop, and then. It just went by so slowly. And yeah, we came across, I, I think, community cafe. That's probably the best way to describe it. It was kind of yeah, like... Yeah, it was like a community hub. Like a village hall that had soup in and sandwiches. It was actually I was, that was you know pretty what? good. We had soup and a cheese toasty. And the soup was exact. Like, it really hit a spot. I wouldn't... I'm normally a bit averse to something like soup on a bike ride because obviously you want to get as much energy as you can in. But we needed something like warming and yeah, I think we needed some vegetables as well. Yeah, yeah. So that was like, yeah, the perfectly timed stop, and then, and that's when we hit the road that we were talking about just before with the with the, the craters with the crate, yeah, <laughs> with the with the portals to Narnia and the uh, and then the big fast like perfectly flat descent, um, perfectly straight descent to Newcastleton, which is where the shop was. Yeah, that road section was actually... I have to say, like, on something like this, I'm always keen for more gravel, as much gravel as I can. But I think by that point and how much further we'd planned to do today, it was a really, really welcome road yeah. section. And well, it was beautiful. It's one of those that, like, if we'd have come to do a road coast-to-coast, that would have probably been one of the highlights. Like, it yeah. was such a good road. But then, yeah, compared to all the gravel, it's kind of like, oh, this is, like, the... This is the tame bit. Um... But then Newcastleton, we hit the spa, yeah. and Tom came out with some interesting choices. I, I, you know, I'm looking forward. We've got a bit of a short day tomorrow, but I'm looking forward to talking to my iron brew jellies. Your iron brew jellies. Who knew that was a thing? Scott, there's iron brew everything in Scotland. <laughs> there is. Um, 
and a 99 flake. Actually, your, your snack was more rogue. Yeah, I just kind of panicked because I felt like something savoury and something kind of salty and then there were none of the crisps that I liked were in pack, like small packets and I didn't want to carry a big bag. You're, you're hiding you're hiding an, an exceptional anecdote in here. Maddie refused <laughs> to buy anything other than hand-cooked chips, like Tyrrells or kettle chips. Yeah, there yeah. was There was a lot of choice on both flavour and style, just nothing hand-cooked. Just, and just nothing... <laughs> no premium crisps. <laughs> no premium crisps. And given how much premium gravel I'd had all day, I was expecting premium. Anyways, so I went for some hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> two hard-boiled eggs in a packet that smelt essentially like two farts in vacuum packaging. Yeah, it wasn't. It was not a good smell. No, I had to eat them very fast to get the smell away. And then um, we realised that we. We, we didn't think we were pushed to t- for time to get food. And then we read the reviews for this pub that we were going to. And a review yesterday said that they stopped serving food at 7.30. Yeah, and this at this point, I think we had, was it 35k in like two hours? But an absolute stinker of a climb between Newcastle and Kielder. But also with this route, we didn't know which elements were single track and which elements were like fire roads. Yes. So we did have a kind of like, Yes, we can average 17.5k an hour for two hours. We'll get there in time because we had two hours to get there. But also, you literally don't know what you're going to hit. And we did hit a mountain bike trail centre. Yeah, actually, from Newcastleton, it, the, the route kind of takes you straight on the Seven Stains Trail. So it's like snaking, single track, quite smooth, like doable on a gravel bike, but not quick. Not quick. Um, I looked down and my speed was about 8k an hour at one point, And like I was a just lot of thinking. Fun, though. A, lo- a lot of fun, a lot, a lot of fun, but I was doing the calculations and the maths in my head and realising we had another big climb <laughs> and thinking, we're never going to make it. But actually, it, it was fire for a while, but then it did go back to more narrow single track. Um, but I mean, we got, we, like, the climb was long, but compared to that hiker bike, it kind of just kind of like chatted our, chatted our way up actually you were I, I'd say maybe you were in a bit of a hole you weren't especially chatty I would say that was my least chatty bit all day and probably the only bit and, and I'd say it was more concern over not getting <laughs> something hot to eat <laughs> yeah because I panic hadn't I don't think I've got enough sweet treats for dinner I'm I'm glad that I'm not sat tucking into my six pan of chocolates for dinner. No. Um, I've got a couple of cliff bars and I just don't think that's what I would have hit the spot. It wouldn't hit the spot. I'll tell you that for free. No. Um, you know what, though? the When we come, came to the top as well, I was like, right, amazing. We've got the fast ascent. We'll be there in no time. And then it just <laughs> turned to this tiny rutted single track. It was just impossible. Well, you could you could have you carried speed, but you'd have track. flipped over the bars. You would have honestly gone over. So I was I was in front at this point, and I'm kind of glad I went in front because I think if Tom had gone ahead and gone with more speed, like one or both of us might have gone down. I'd have got so excited and really hurt myself because it was it was really steep, and we we were we did have good speed even though it was a single track. But honestly, like I could not see the track at so many points that you just had to pray it was in the straight line that you yeah. were heading in. And, I, well, I mean, we made it down um, over the English-Scottish border, which you managed to completely miss. Yeah, I missed that. I didn't realise we were in England. There was an enormous sign and, like, a, a big rock-like I think thing. I was looking so <laughs> intensely at, at the, the front wheel, the, probably. The, the, the track in front of me that didn't exist. But it did relent, and then we ended up back on, actually, part of the Dirty Reaver route that we both did in April this year. 
Um, yeah, we ended back up so on that. fast and oh, so smooth. It's that. Do you know what? I what's above premium? Waitrose, waitrose premium. What's mm. Dutchy? <laughs> like, uh, what's the you know when Organic? they get the little royal stamp on them? Oh yeah. Does the, that make something premium? Yeah, it does. Yeah, I mean that's like, like, that's like certified premium gravel. Yeah, like queen, queen oh. endorsed. The queen's gravel. Honestly, Kilda. That I've got like there's a special place in my heart for this gravel. It's insane. It's like baked mud that was so fast. It was super, super speedy. And the problem is when it's so speedy is even you're wanting to capture footage and like get nice photos and videos and stuff and really capture how stunning it is. But you're going so fast that you actually can't. It's a special skill is being able to ride one handed at 45k an hour on gravel, isn't it? Yeah, it's not something I've quite mastered, I don't think. I Sometimes I try and do it and then I, I scare myself. <laughs> Phone it's, goes back in pocket. It's the cargo shorts. They, they change everything. Yeah, um, I think I need to get myself a pair. And then, to be fair, then we dropped onto the, what's it called, the lakeside way? Like the the little bit of like, it's like gravel single track the whole way around Kielder Water that's like perfect, flowy, up and down, like snooker, snooker table smooth. Um, it is so much fun. And so I think fun. probably the best way to describe it is if people know the Tamsin Trail around Richmond Park, it's like... <laughs> A very premium version of that. And no, yeah, it, it, yeah. It, I guess the how did I describe? It's kind of like a, a mini gravel roller coaster. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. It's like a roller coaster. You do have to do the work and do the pedaling, but I think it's so much fun that you don't think about that. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's like an inaccessible Alton Towers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got to the the infamous pub that Tom had really really sold me earlier I, I in the misnamed, day. I misnamed it on yesterday's podcast as well. It was the Angler's Arms. I think I called it the Anchor yesterday. It was the Angler's Arms. And Tom had told me that the food was going to disappoint me. It was not premium in any shape or form, very much essential. I think somewhere between like freezer food and like Weatherspoons is kind of where I'd pitch it. Um, yeah, and do you know what? We got there before seven thirty, so we got food. <laughs> Just we uh, well, actually, no, we had, we had a bit of time. We had a bit of time. Yeah, we arrived ten like minutes. Twenty, yeah, twenty past. I um, I don't know if we did the thing though. You know, like when you've been cycling one hundred and eighty k in this case, and anything could have tasted good. I don't know if it was objectively good or if it was. I'm one hungry cyclist, and it's hot and salty and everything I need right now. I'm not sure if it was objectively good, but. I did enjoy it. Uh, I enjoyed it. I definitely enjoyed it. I think also the double carbs helped. So like mm. when I came, I got a curry. So I had naan and rice. And I think that did provide me with an extra element of joy. <laughs> That's true. It's hard <laughs> to complain at double carbohydrate. It is very hard to complain. <laughs> and then we were back on the lakeside way on the other way to the camp spot. Which, Tom, you've missed the most important part of our evening. What getting our bougie shower? Oh, getting washed in the sink in the public toilets. How <laughs> how could I forget? How could you forget? You looked so pleased with yourself when you came back, looking <laughs> a little bit cleaner, slightly fresher. I'm I'm I already feel quite sticky. I'm not going to lie. Again, um, but yeah, we um there's a public toilet in Kilda, so we both had a little fresh up. Yeah, it, it was certainly a little fresh up rather than a big fresh up. I'm ready for a big fresh up tomorrow. Yeah, I think a shower is cooling me, but I definitely feel... I think a long, long day on the bike 
we mm. try and stay below the sweat threshold. <laughs> we see we exceeded it multiple times. We did exceed it multiple times. I think the hiker bike was the start, mm. and then there was a couple of climbs today that it wasn't easy at points. No, no, it was it was like yeah, it was compulsory sweating. Yeah. Um, but you're right. I didn't miss that very important part. But then it was the race down the the other side of the Lakeside Trail to try and find any tiny cube of flat ground to pitch a tent. And we found quite the spot. I don't know if we spoke about it at the start of the podcast, but yeah, it's some spot. It is. It really is some spot. It's quite impressive because the problem when what, what I found these past two two nights of um, picking, <laughs> I'm speaking like I've got loads of experience with picking wild camping spots, but the problem with picking a camping camping spot is obviously like there there always could be one better. This is the thing, you find like a patch of ground and you're like, oh, it's kind of a bit close to the trail or like there's kind of a, 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 a lump in the middle like, and then you move on to the next one and then you don't see anything for like 20 minutes and you're like, oh, we should have gone to the cube of grass back there. Um, but and, and you don't really want to turn around and go back, especially yeah, if you're exactly. cycling on... I mean, we knocked out some of tomorrow's KMs, didn't we? Yeah, we were searching that long. We've actually put a bit of time into tomorrow's route, but both nights we have arrived at what has been the best spot like this is better than any of the spots we saw before no definitely and we don't need to go look any further <laughs> no we kind of shot we kind of along yeah along the beach and, and tucked upon a little ledge i think we did we did mention it but but we are on a cliff and we've had a big debate about this and tom thinks that there's no chance either of us are going to roll off the edge of the cliff i that's i think that there is a chance that if you go for a wee in the night you will forget and walk straight off we yeah. are very close to the edge, out the front, but side to side rolling, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And forward rolling, not going to happen. Un, yeah, not going to happen. <laughs> so, I mean, well, we'll see if there's a part three of this podcast. If there's not, it's because we rolled off in the night. It's just no peeing in the night. That's the rule. Yeah. Or maybe just, maybe out the tent door. Yeah. In the shoes. In the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, think, I think we can leave it there, can't we? That's, that's part three or part two done. Um, and yeah, tomorrow should be, I think, quite a lot of gravel. I think the the, the climbing and the gravel's front loaded, and we've done more than half the distance. So actually, we we all. Oh, I don't want to speak too soon, but I think we we've broken the back of the ride. So I have a feeling yeah. tomorrow's just going to be a cafe ride. To be I hope so. <laughs> that would be lovely. I'm not sure how much civilizational cafes there are. That's true. It's, it might be a cafe ride without a cafe. Because we've also, I think we've got about 40k before we hit anything. Yeah, yeah. Breakfast, yeah, there'll be quite, quite well. Oh, I did find in Newcastleton some little pancakes from a bakery in the spa. Some rock scones. Yeah. Mm. So we've got some pancakes for breakfast. Yeah, what a treat. What an absolute treat. treat. And then, yeah, we're hoping that it's as easy as we think it might be tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Let's wait and see. Hope this tailwind stays. Um, and yeah. no one wakes up a shell. And no one wakes up a shell. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Let's end it there.